Hello and welcome. This is our latest update for our tasty man meals. We'll see how it went with the zesty lentil salad. And Teresa's here to give us another recipe to add to our healthy meal arsenal. This is Who Cares About Men's Health, where we aim to give you information, inspiration, and another interpretation about your health. I'm producer Mitch, and I'm filling in for Scott, who is out of town this week. So I guess I will be bringing the BS this episode. And for the MD, we are joined by co-host and chef in training, emergency room physician, Dr. Troy Madsen. That's me. Thanks, Mitch. And uh, from University of Utah College of Health Department of Nutrition and Integrative Physiology, trying to get me off of roller food, we have (laughs) registered dietitian and culinary coach Teresa Dvorak. Glad to be here. He is the Director of Graduate Studies for Nutrition and Integrative Physiology. And fun fact, uh, my mom's favorite all-time guest for the podcast, Thunder Jalili. All right. I'm glad to hear I'm, I'm good for someone out there. <laughs> you're good. For, you got the yeah. Thunder, you're, got everyone's, the <laughs> yeah, you're everyone's favorite, Thunder. You are. You're the VIP. Uh, so let's go ahead and just dive in this week. Uh, Teresa this week tried to sneak in a salad that didn't have iceberg lettuce. So we were working on, yeah, right. So we're working on the zesty lentil salad. And how was this for everyone? Troy, how'd it go? Okay. I am going to tell you this salad really kind of was my next step in cooking. So, so we had to get together for my brother for his birthday. And you cooked it for other people? Yes. yes. And I said to him, he said, hey, we're going to be having, you know, he said, I'm going to grill some salmon and then we're going to have, you know, some some cheesy potatoes and some fruit. And I said, hey, can I bring a salad? Um, and so I actually made it and I took it and there were six other people there who tried it and provided their honest feedback. I said, please give me your honest feedback. So. So, Troy, is this usually what happens? People invite you over and you're like, oh, I'll make something? Or is it no. like grab some chips on the way? <laughs> no, they tell him I what have, we're going to eat. And he says, okay, we're gonna eat. Like, cool, I'll be there. <laughs> what time? <laughs> I rarely bring anything. I have never in my life made a dish that I have taken to any event and let other people consume. So this oh. was a first for me. Oh, I've so certainly cool. bought things. Yeah. I mean, I bought things, but I've never made something and taken it. So this was a big deal. How, how did that feel? It was good. I, I kind of felt like I was putting myself out there on the limb a little bit, but then I was just like, hey, guys, it's not my recipe. Don't, I, I don't take it personally. <laughs> Although I did have to make a few modifications. I could not find bulgar. So I oh. went with, qui- or not quinoa, I used um, couscous. Couscous. Yeah. And I'll tell you too, I always just, I kind of assumed that lentils are the same thing as beans. And I found beans and I couldn't find lentils. So I just found some canned white beans and I used those. And I was going to text my wife and be like, are beans and lentils the same thing? But I was like, <laughs> nah, I can do this. So I used beans instead of lentils. So okay. a couple modifications. Troy, that's uh, like saying like like the liver and the heart are the same thing. <laughs> For some people it is, Thunder. Okay. For some people it probably is. <laughs> hey, he yeah. made something fancy. He it made was, something hey, it works. It works. It works. It was, it was, a, it was a substitution. How, how did people like it? That's a great question. It had mixed reviews. I enjoyed it. I will say, given that these are tasty man meals, it was the women who liked it and the men who were just kind of like, mm, I don't know. Uh, so my that's mother- a lot of vegetables for a man. It was a lot of vegetables <laughs> for a man. So my mother was there. She was so proud and she said, this is delicious. I noticed that she did not get seconds, but she ate everything she got. Oh, man. My sister-in-law actually really liked it and went and got seconds. My brother, whose birthday it was, was kind of like, yeah, maybe this will grow on me. 
my dad was flat out like, yeah, I don't really like it. And my 13-year-old nephew said, this tastes like something my mom would make me eat. Oh, no. That was his review. <laughs> <laughs> And the other, my other nephew. It's healthy. I know, exactly. It's a little it's healthy, yeah. And then my other nephew wouldn't even try it. So, uh, but, you know, tough crowd there. But uh, again, kind of mixed reviews. I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was tasty. I liked it. Generally, it was a good experience. I made something. People ate it. Some people really liked it. So it was cool. It was good. Well, you know, you'd also, Troy, you did the experiment with kind of a uh, range of demographics there. Oh, right? yeah. Not just men, but young, old different yeah. genders. So yeah, good so test. It, was, it was across, yeah, across all age groups. And, um, you know, it was, it was a group of individuals who, uh, looked at the, the bowl I had made cause I got like the pearl couscous, the large couscous. Oh, and they said, Oh wow, it has corn in it. And I said, actually that's couscous. And they said, what's Surprise. couscous? <laughs> you should have gone with the corn. Yes, it's corn. Roll with it. <laughs> what was I doing? I should have got corn. Yeah. So anyway, so, uh, so it was definitely a, yeah, definitely a, um, a, a diverse audience in a diverse taste testing group. And again, some people like really liked it. Like my sister-in-law said, this is really good and, and did not, she's not the type who's going to go get seconds just to make you feel good. Like she legitimately liked it. So, so that was good. That's great. What did you yeah. think? What did I think? I enjoyed yeah. it. I will say I didn't love it, but I definitely liked it. Like it's, you know, last week, the spaghetti, the spaghetti squash, I love like that for me, that's a keeper. This I enjoyed and I found it tasty. Um, I wondered if maybe my substitutions weren't the best idea. Like, I don't know if the mm. beans were the best idea. I've got to try it with lentils and I've got to find Bulgar and try that. But I enjoyed it. It was straightforward, fairly easy to make. So I liked that about it. Good. Troy, I will say that the lentils and the Bulgar will definitely give it a different taste and probably a different texture too Yeah. than, than yeah. the beans. So. Yeah. Give, give it another try with, with the actual lentils. <laughs> the actual ingredients. Yeah. It's yeah. a great yeah. idea. Say too, right? If you're, if you're found the beans. Yes, I did. Lentils were close by. <laughs> you were so close. <laughs> you were like really within close, probably 15 honestly. feet. I know. I couldn't because find they're my... usually, they're usually yeah. in the same aisle. Yeah. Um, so, so you were close, just I was, look I was a little more. Within shouting distance. Hey, Troy, yeah. let me right? ask you. Troy, yes. let me ask you a question. Yes. yes. When you got the beans, did you see the the, the Hispanic Mexican type foods anywhere in that area? Ah, that's another aisle. The Hispanic ah, foods are they have a Hispanic okay. foods aisle. Because in in our in the store that I go to, our local Smiths, that's where the lentils are. Okay. Um, and we actually have beans, I think, farther down the aisle, so in that same vicinity. Yeah, I will say I just I found that and I kind of looked around and I was like, ah, beans and lentils are the same thing. They're just different names <laughs> for the same thing. So, so I just went with well, it. Both, so, you know, high in protein, you know, high in fiber. I'll yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, but like yeah, Fender you know, said, the, yeah. the lentils in the bulgar will bring more kind of um, nuttiness. Yeah. to the flavor then yeah. you know couscous and uh, a white bean are 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 pretty bland you've got okay. to add a lot more to them so if i was yeah. doing that i maybe would have added some more uh garlic a bit more on the lime or lemon juice things mm. that are going to bring in a lot more of that um kind of robustness and brightness to right. those to those sources so but great try and and honestly the i have written down the goal for 
for you guys and my hope is that not only would somebody say, hey, can you make dinner tonight? But that you willingly bring something to the table. And, did and you did that on your own. And I that's so amazing. So it. well and done. It was a first. It was a first for me. I know. I, I it was a proud moment, I will say. Yeah. So Thunder, what did what did you do? Did you did you have a chance to make this or have your yeah. uh, daughter make this? No, no, I, I didn't outsource it this time. I actually did it myself. Um, okay. I actually had a great experience with it. Um, so similar to Troy, I had a an outdoor um, movie I was going to go to. So one of my friends has an outdoor, you know, movie screen, and and you know we go there sometimes and like have dinner and watch movies. So he said can you bring a salad? And I said, as a matter of fact, I can. Wow. <laughs> so, so I made the recipe and I did make one change. I didn't add the red onions because my wife said, I don't like raw red onions. So, um, I, I didn't add those in there. Um, but I didn't know that she also doesn't like that much feta. So she never ended up eating the salad anyway, because <laughs> but it was a wide demographic of, of people just like at, at Troy's party. Um, we had my, my friend and, and his, um, wife and, uh, his sister and husband, and then our two nephews, uh, one's 10, one's 11. So kind of, you know, different ages, different genders. Uh, the kids were afraid to eat it. <laughs> they, they didn't <laughs> like the look of it. I kept telling them it tastes so much better than it looks, but, but they wouldn't believe me. Um, all the adults really liked it. So it was a hit. Um, nice. and I really liked it. I actually ended up not only feeding everyone there, which was like eight people, but um, I had a little bit of leftover that I had the next day for lunch. So yeah, that was this was a big a big batch, right? Yes, it was a lot of food. Um, and you know, it was I can I considered it um, a meal. Like I had it for lunch the next day because you know it has the lentils and it has the bulgur and and it has vegetables. So you know, it was like a meal. That was one of the things that we're, I was noticing is just we had it hot that first night. I felt full, you know, it wasn't like a little side dish necessarily, even though that's kind of what I thought it would end up being like. It was it was a full meal that day. I was. Would it go into the good salad category there, bitch? Yes. Yes, awesome. it would. Because and, that's, <laughs> and that was kind of it is that like there was something really fun about um, doing the bulgur and the lentils. It, it, to be honest, like even Jonathan was making the joke. It's like, seems like she's trying to sneak lentils in with you. Like with how much it mom mixes in, it's like you're with a kid, right? You sneak little vegetables in their food. But it was my first time cooking with bulgur. And it was like, like it was almost like oatmeal, like somewhere between yeah. oatmeal and rice cooking it up. And hmm. I think one of the things that like I'm really taking home from these last few recipes and something I really appreciate is that I've cooked before. But the cooking that I tend to like gravitate to was always these big, ostentatious meals, right? That's kind of when I would cook is when it was, you know, a showstopper and it would take all day. And those were kind of the recipes that I gravitated to. But my day-to-day -day meals were like gas station food or frozen food out of the freezer or, or right, right, exactly. These recipes are super easy, Right. And that's what I'm really appreciating, too, is like I throw two pots on on the stove. I throw some stuff in, stir it every so often and chop some veg up, you know, awesome. done. Right. Shake up some in a little mason jar or whatever. That's what I use to shake up a little bit of a dressing and you're done. It's 30 minutes and you're in and out and it's a tasty, healthy meal. And it's, you know, it's it's a, it's a, Jonathan really liked it. I really liked it. 
Yeah. And that's one thing I really like too, you know, again, and like you said, Mitch, it's one of those things you're cooking the one thing and then you're just chopping the other stuff and then you throw it together and you're done. Mm -hmm. And when I took it to the dinner, I just kept it in the fridge. I made it that morning, kept it in the fridge, took it that evening, served it cold. And, and again, it, it had some people who liked it, which was nice. I was curious though, were you, were you guys able to find Bulgar? You say it, do you say it Bulgar like Bulgar or do you Mm -hmm. say it Bulgar or is it like Bulgar? Like I've heard it both ways. Okay. So um, tomato, tomato, <laughs> tomato, tomato. I, I had an <laughs> easy find time. It? You found I had it an pretty easy time finding it. Yeah. Yeah. It was no problem because um, like I know where like the Bob's red mill stuff is. Okay. And if there's some sort of obscure grain or something, he, that, they usually have it. Okay. So yeah. So I just, I just yeah. got it from there and it's, and it's not expensive. Mm. You know, that was no, another thing. Like, you know, oh, yeah. the lentils uh, I bought for like a dollar twenty for a bag and I didn't even yeah. use the whole bag. Same yeah. thing with the bulgur. It was like four bucks and I used maybe half of it. Yeah. So the point is I could make this again if you kind of figure out like what are you spending per serving on this meal? It's probably right. super low. Yeah. Um, well, you know, in the everyone always says you can't you can't eat healthy, right? Because it's too right. expensive. This is definitely an exception to that rule. Agreed. Yeah. And to to Troy's or excuse me, Mitch's point, the um, you know, it, it cooks up kind of like oatmeal, and it can be used as as a breakfast grain as well, mm. and often is. And that's actually where I found it at my grocery store was in the breakfast um cereal oatmeal aisle. So oh, kind wow. of where the oatmeals okay. were, there was a bunch of other, right? The the other grains, the Bob's Red Mill grains like Thunder mentioned, um, kind of where you'd find polenta and ground flax, uh flax seed, and then the the bulgur was there as well. So um it can sometimes okay. be in different spaces. But yeah, it's this is definitely something you could put in place of um, oatmeal if you wanted to in the morning, put some uh, cinnamon and a bit of honey and dried fruit and almonds on it and you've got a porridge. Um, So that would be a great alternative. And it's it would be, you know, yes, it's still slightly processed from the whole uh, wheat berry, but it's considered a whole grain compared to, say, a, a flour or a processed grain. Um, so you're getting a lot of bang for your buck nutrient-wise. Um, mm. And like Thunder mentioned, a lot of these ingredients, they go a long way. Um, and they are really packed full with the nutrition. One other thing I, I really liked about the bulgur in this recipe, I like how it gave it some bulk. Like yeah. uh, it has a mild, you know, kind of pleasant, you know, mild taste. And it makes it like like bulky uh, in a good way that you feel like you're eating something and you can be full. Yeah, it was almost like uh, somewhere between like a rice bowl and a salad, like for me. Yes. It was kind of, yep. there was just this, there was a texture to it. There was a nuttiness to it that I really, really appreciated in more than just here's a pile of vegetables, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah your standard salad, right? My standard salad. Yeah. Like yeah. the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Iceberg with Thousand Island. <laughs> yeah. It's like, great. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, well, I am intrigued by the bulgar. Like, I've got to find this now. Like, I just kind of gave up on it. I looked around. I couldn't find it. I just said, I'm not going to find it. This is far too exotic for my grocery store to have. (laughs) (laughs) But I've got to find it. They've got to have it there. So I'd want to try this again with the bulgar, like I said, uh, and then lentils, too. 
uh, and I don't know if it was kind of the couscous, but I think for my dad, it was more the, just the parsley. I think he's just not a fan of sure. parsley. So I think you can that go was, easier on the parsley. Yeah. Yep. You know? I just yep. got to go actually, a little easier on the parsley. So I actually went a little heavier on the mint because oh, the um, mint was we, good. we have, we have yeah. mint that grows in our yard. Oh wow! So I thought, you know, I've been meaning to trim the mint anyway. So I just kind of went crazy with the mint, probably That's doubled cool. it. Ended up being a good thing because a lot of people commented, oh, I like the mint in there. So yeah, that yeah. was a surprise to me because like I only use I only use mint for my mojitos. You know, that's like <laughs> right. mint is like that. Uh, it's a it's not it's never used in like just a meal. So that was kind of cool to use that herb. Agreed. That was really cool. I liked it too. Tasted yeah. great. So moving on though, this week, Teresa, it looks like I like saying this. It looks like this week we're doing a saucy bootable. You got what it. Is, that is so we're going fun. saucy this that week. Saucy. I love saucy that. Buddha. Okay, so love it. So right? what do we got? What's coming our way this week? What are we learning? What are we doing with? So this week is is kind of your ultimate uh, meal prep week. And okay. what we've got here is, so in the recipe, I have listed out um, certain vegetables that I think kind of go really well and complement each other well in this. However, it's one that you really could just, what's in the refrigerator, what looks good, what vegetables do I like, and roast them up and put them in. Um, so it, there's a lot of variety that can happen in this particular meal. Um, um, and we explore uh, cous- or excuse me, quinoa with this particular one. Okay. But just like you mentioned, you could use the bulgar, uh, you could use couscous, you could use a brown rice, uh, you could any kind of grain would be awesome in this uh, in these grain bowls in these Buddha bowls. So you could even do a, a lettuce bed at the bottom of, or spinach or something like that, a fresh greens if you wanted to as well. So again, there's a lot of variety, a lot of choice that can happen. Um, and and this is kind of your your sheet meal. Now the downfall is, is that we're doing this in what tends to be a really hot time of the year in August. <laughs> sure. um, you know, so so we got that factor, but this is one that you could certainly slip in your back pocket and pull out in the winter or in the fall when it starts getting cooler and you actually want to have the ovens on uh, to help kind of bring some some warmness into the kitchen. You could also do this out on the grill if you wanted to. You could make little okay. foil packets. If you're into camping and outdoorsy, you could put them in foil packets and do this out on the campsite as well. Um, so that's something else that I really like about this particular meal is that there's there's a lot of variety there. Um, and it reheats amazingly well. So for lunch the next day or dinner, that, that works too. Um, and then we've got uh, a couple of different dressings that I put on here. So I don't know if some of us want to try one dressing and others try another one to get some of that feedback. Um, but one is kind of a uh, an Asian gong shao, uh paste, which is a Korean chili paste. Uh, and the other one is a tahini uh, sesame seed paste base. So a couple of different options there for the sauces too, because I have found through my cooking that I'm a saucy person. I just am, <laughs> right? Like I like the sauce uh, and it right. brings a little bit goes a long way. So like in these, if, you know, you look at kind of the nutrition breakdown, yeah, there's a ton of calories there, but you really only need a little bit. You only need a couple of tablespoons um, 
for for one bowl and it brings a lot of flavor and deliciousness to the bowl. Teresa, I, I have a saucy question for you. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm a little bit of a spice wimp. And as I'm looking at these, uh, tell me how spicy are these sauces kind of like on a scale of one to 10? And if I wanted to make it like a little more gentle, um, how much should I reduce the spice content? Like yeah, the, for um, sure. So yeah. the spicy farmhouse dressing, which has the gong chow, uh, I think I'm saying that right. Probably not. I apologize. My Sounds Korean right friends. Um is is certainly on the spicy end. So if you're not a fan of spice but want some flavor, I would reduce that to mm, two to three teaspoons or about one tablespoon, so in half. Uh, it makes it it makes it on the spicy side. I would say kind of a, a medium spice, medium to high. If you and reduce it, it makes it medium. Nope. Or as, as is as written is okay. kind of medium high. On okay, the spice, so that would probably be that would probably be too much for me. So okay, I would then I'd go go in go half. With like a couple, yeah. It's also one of those things that I also make both of these recipes without the the spice as well, and then add spice onto it afterwards. So uh, I make these for the whole family and my young children don't like a lot of spice. It's too spicy, mama. Um, and so I keep the so hot sauce out, which is a great way too, if you're serving other people, uh, that you can keep the, the spiciness out, just mix up everything else. And then you can add little bits as, uh, as you go and kind of on your own. So that's another way to kind of consider it. Um, the spicy tahini in general is less spicy than what the farmhouse spicy dressing is as written. So um, the chili Would you say garlic. That's more of like a like a medium. I would or say a more of a mild medium, medium, mild okay. to medium. Yep. Okay, so yep. maybe that one I could just do it kind of the way it is. Yep, exactly. I will say too, though, keep in mind uh, your chili paste. This is a great kind of good to know tip, the longer it sits in your refrigerator, the less spicy it becomes. Oh, I so didn't know that. I had a container of the chili garlic paste, which is fantastic. Um, and, and then, you know, you kind of get to the bottom of the, the container and you're using however much you use. And then you buy a new container and you go to use the same amount. And it's like, whoa, this is like twice as spicy. <laughs> so, yes. So it will lose some of the spiciness the longer it sits in your refrigerator. So just keep that in mind, too. Um, and always something with spicy, you can always add more. It's really hard to take it away. So that's why I also like to kind of keep that separate, uh, okay. especially when you're serving multiples or trying something for the first time. This, and does this, would it freeze well, this recipe? Because everything we've made so far is a pretty big portion. And I love the idea of freezing it for another time. Certainly. Yep, definitely. Freeze is great. And the dressing will last in the refrigerator for weeks. So I, and this is, these are both dressings that I like to put on almost anything. I'll, I'll just be honest there. Uh, any <laughs> grain, any uh, beans or rice dishes um, on your lentils. It's really fantastic. Um, and so I make up a double batch and label it and keep it in the fridge and in a jar and add it 
wherever you want. Uh, Hear that, Mitch? You, Mitch, you can put it on your iceberg lettuce. Absolutely. <laughs> Just it actually does really well on lettuce-based salads, too. Okay. So, um, so you certainly can. Yeah. I'm just looking at the picture and everything. This does look the most meal preppy I've seen so of what we've made so far. I see it in well, like the picture the I chose portion glass jars. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. But it. But that. But what I'm reading as I'm reading through the steps and stuff, this seems pretty straightforward. We like our what we're roasting some veg and putting some some grains in there. Well, like what? It, yeah. I guess what is the kind of goal for these types of meals that last forever? Just filling good nutrition like what are some of the things that we're looking for in here the sauces are great i'm i'm also a saucy person i like drench things whenever i can you know <laughs> i think that they're really tasty so but what what are the goals for kind of this particular meal this week Right. So I'm looking for balance. I'm looking for uh, a good source of fiber, right? We've got lots of vegetables and the whole grains here. Um, I'm also looking for uh, a variety in color. When I build a meal, I look for, I kind of use the rule of thumb of about three or four different colors. And here we've probably got like six different colors going mm -hmm. for us. Um, but the more color you have, the more variety in nutrients you have as well. Um, plus it's got, it's, it's got a good amount of protein to help uh, the protein and fat from the dressing helps to kind of keep us satiated through gotcha. the day so that we don't just eat something and have a sugar spike and then crash and then we're hungry an hour later. I'm really looking for meals that kind of stick with you a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that's where kind of that complexity comes from. Um, Teresa, I'm glad you mentioned uh, the comment about protein because I think, you know, when people just look at the ingredient list of, of what you have in this recipe, there's like, there's no chicken or, or, you know, or beef or anything that jumps out of you. So, you know, you may look and think, gosh, it only has some eggs and that's it. But really, if you look at the um, nutritional breakdown that's provided, it has quite a lot of protein, yep. you know, in spite of it being almost a vegetarian meal, or I guess if you're ovo vegetarian, it is a vegetarian meal. You got it. You got it. So we've got the whole grain, the quinoa, and and there is actually protein in vegetables too. So we've got to, you know, <laughs> right. kind of keep that in mind. And, you know, if I'm prepping this for the rest of the week, this how I wrote the recipe is um, a fried egg on top. You don't need a an egg. I didn't put an egg on it when I made it for dinner last night. Um, you could if you wanted to. Certainly you could add something else. You could put some tofu or a piece of fish or chicken on top. But you're right. It's good and and filling and complete as it is nutritionally. Um, you could also boil eggs. If you like boiled eggs, that's a great way, especially if I'm packing it for lunches throughout the week. Um, a boiled egg tends to do better the second time around than a fried egg right. does. Um, but if you're doing it warm, having that uh, kind of the oozy... Uh, sunny side up egg on top is is really great. Um, so there's a lot of variety that you can get there too. I would say it also it also multiplies really well. So um, you could do you could double this easily, um, and you're doing you know you're only having to increase the amount of kind of labor time of chopping vegetables uh, just by a little bit because you're already doing it. And that's also another piece that I like particularly about this bowl uh, or this recipe is that you could then reuse the vegetables in different ways. 
Mm. Right. So you could make um, a black bean taco with roasted vegetables. You add some black beans into it and you've got your tacos and add some salsa to it. Um, you could do kind of a, uh, a morning hash or something like that. Right. With this because it's got the sweet potatoes and and the roasted veg and onions and whatnot there and add a bit more of your scrambled eggs if you wanted to. Um, so it's got a lot of variety that I can pack onto this meal, too. Man, that's the kind of stuff that I'm always looking for. Like, I I guess because whenever I try to, like, quote, unquote, eat healthy, it's just like you were saying before is it's like I, my default is like a piece of iceberg lettuce. Right. That's <laughs> what health is. Right. And so this idea of meals that stick with you and are tasty and you can make it into tacos or hash or whatever, that's that's exciting. And that's stuff that, like, I think as a kind of as a layperson, a non dietitian non-nutritionist, like that's that's exciting. That's really kind of an exciting, you know, to th- a bunch of recipes to add to my arsenal and a lot of thinking. So I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, Troy, are you, how are you feeling about this one? You had a success last week. I know I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I will okay. say when I first looked at it, I was kind of not excited because I saw quinoa. I love the taste of quinoa, but about three hours later, yeah. I feel like I pay the price for eating quinoa. I refer to it as the revenge of the Inca. And I don't know if others experience this, kind of like Mitch experienced with the spaghetti squash. Sure. But it's every time I like, I think it tastes great. Maybe I just eat too much of it. And I'm like, oh, wow. You know, it's just, it hits me hard. So You're I like the alone. idea. You're not that's alone. You're not alone. Yes, I have, I have, yeah, I have encountered others that are the same way. So I would say yeah. on that, Mitch, just choose a different grain. Find the bulgar yep. and use bulgar as your yeah. grain. This okay. this is my yeah. week that I'm going to try and find the bulgar. Like I really want to sure. try it. I love no how you describe it. it takes. I'm going to find it. I could not find that friendly produce lady this last time to ask her where bulgar is, but I will find someone this time. And Even I will if you find have to bulgar. be in there for hours. You will <laughs> I know. Find if you do it. internet okay. shopping, yeah. you can yeah. you can order it online too. I know. Yeah. Just saying. I, I know. I I don't know if my store offers that. I just, well, I'm like, talking like Amazon or something like that. Oh, true. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah, like Amazon. So yeah. anyway, <laughs> so I like the idea of, of substituting because I want to try the bulgur. So I'm going to try that. But I have to say this week, and maybe it's just because I'm developing a little more comfort, but I'm looking at this recipe and pretty much everything I think I can find. Like I know what these things are. Like all the other weeks we've had stuff on there where I'm like, okay, I don't know what this is or I don't know where I'm going to find it. So that's often been a barrier for me. But this week, everything looks pretty straightforward, which is great. You know, here's another thought um, when you're shopping for this recipe. I always look for kind of ways to make it a little easier on myself. And I think I could actually get frozen cauliflower, yeah, which is already cut up. That makes that part easy. I can get um, frozen cut up peppers as well. Those are available in my grocery. So, you know, just an option if you think you want to maybe speed up the process or make it a little simpler on you. I like that. I know. Awesome. I remember you saying that. And I, I need to explore the frozen vegetable area more because I think that sounds like a great option just to throw that in and not have to do as much chopping. And I would say too, in the produce section, often there's fresh pre-prepared veggies mm-hmm. also. So you can find a lot of these things in those um, in those refrigerated sections too. So that's that's a great way, especially when we're looking for something quick and easy. Um, that's certainly a great tip. And I'll tell you one thing that's jumping out on here. I'm going to make my mom proud with this. She gave me some bell peppers from her garden when I saw her this weekend and made dinner. I have bell peppers. I'm going to use them in this recipe. 
Nice. Yeah. Oh, then I'll call my mom and Gotta say, take a picture of that and send it to yeah, mom. Right? I'll send it to my mom and be like, hey, I used the bell peppers. They made the recipe so good. So anyway, so I've got bell peppers. I'm already I'm already got a head start on this one. Nice. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to making it this weekend. So if you're listening and you thought that any of these recipes sounded really tasty, if you want to join us, um, maybe you want to try out some of these healthy man meals that Teresa has been putting together for us. Uh, you can find the link to the recipe on the show notes or at our website on whocaresaboutmenshealth.com. Or you can also, and if you want to like see what we're doing and check out some pictures and maybe some posts about our adventures in this healthy cooking, you can check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash who cares men's health. And uh, feel free to let us know what you think about the recipes or even post some photos of what you're cooking. It's kind of been exciting to take photos about all this too. So Teresa Thunder, it has been a pleasure. Thanks so Thank much. Thank you. It was great to be on. I'm looking forward to trying this one. <laughs> sure. Yep. Graduation and, week. This is it. Capping right. down. This is, this is the grand finale. <laughs> so, and again, thanks for joining us and thanks for caring about men's health.